Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are visiting with our friends from Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. Our guests today include Kevin Pelkey, Executive Director, and Karen Scarlett, who is the Restore Donations Manager. And folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Wonderful to be with you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, let's start with you. Um, uh, For our listeners that somehow aren't familiar with the Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity, talk about what you do. I'd love to, Ken. Uh, Fundamentally speaking, we are a house-building program for families in need of simple, decent, safe shelter, and uh, we gather together resources to uh, find building sites around our four-county area. We find families in need. They apply to our program. A wonderful team of volunteers scrubs those applications, presents to the board for service approval, and then we plan building projects. Uh, we raise the money to um, build each and every project, and we call for volunteers to pick up hammers and help us pound nails, lift walls, and serve families. Yeah, and, and the last few years you've had some very busy schedules with a number of homes that have been uh, built for families uh, needing homes and shelter here in the Lakes area. Uh, tell us about this year so far. Well, it's a great observation that uh, historically we have been able to serve five to six families, sometimes even a little more on a very um, uh, punctuated year, uh, very, very consistently. Uh, this year, not so much. We are in a much slower um, build process, a different time that we're all experiencing, and one of the outcomes of uh, COVID-19 in our program is that we've had very, very, very few volunteers on the job site, and actually we have restrictions both from Habitat International Mm -hmm. and from the Department of Labor and Industry on how many people I can have at the job site at any given time anyway. So the bottom line is time is not the same as it used to be where we would want to accelerate builds. Now we are just moving builds forward and along. With that said, we are now um, very, very close to finishing house number two for the year. House number three is set for groundbreaking any day. And it may be one of those years where we just lift ourselves up after our third completion and say, wow, look at what we did in this climate. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is three families served, albeit fewer than we want to serve in any given year. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's you can only do so much this year. And uh, let's talk just a little bit more about the volunteers. So you're restricted as to how many can be there. Do you have enough uh, actually volunteering? Well, in different components <laughs> of our program, we certainly could use a couple more hands here and there. Um, the uh, great example is in the Restore, where we are just crazy, crazy busy. Uh, doing our best to operate under all of the COVID-19 protocols that we had to uh, create, create social distancing opportunities. But we have just been swamped, and we could use people, especially on Mondays and Tuesdays, to just help us put things back together when we don't have customers (laughs) here. Um, We have uh, very thankfully had not, I wouldn't say, a lot of volunteers on the jobs, construction sites, but we've had very good volunteers who had some skill sets that they were able to bring or consistency of of showing up. Uh, But Karen is kind of facing a little bit of a crisis right around the pipeline, and that is uh, salvage season is upon us. And 
we're going to have more salvages than we can handle, and we could probably get multiples going at one time, meaning we really could use people. Is that correct, Karen? Yeah, we're getting into our busy season. August uh, through the end of the year gets to be our busy season. We have some wonderful folks in our community that you know, are remodeling or tearing down their house or cabin, and they graciously have called us and asked us if we wanted to come and deconstruct their house or cabin and for the used building materials and bring into our restore. But that means we need volunteers to do that. So, um, yeah, we're definitely in need of volunteers. And like Kevin says, it's hard because we also have to practice social distancing. So instead of having a full crew, I limit the number of volunteers. But I do have enough that, you know, on any given date I could have two salvages going on so I could divide and conquer. Okay. It's amazing the uh, really very nice stuff that you're able to reclaim from these homes rather than see that go to the landfill. It is. It is. It's really fun watching what comes through here. And that's a tribute to our uh, contractors in the area who know about the salvage program and then give us the opportunity when they know a nice product is scheduled for replacement or remodeling. And they invite us in to come in and take out all those great things. Yeah. And uh, again, that just provides more for the restore for those shoppers that are looking for a gently used, well, patio door, interior door, (laughs) cabinet, you name it, you've got it, don't you? We do, including the kitchen sink. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Karen, what's the best way uh, for those that are listening right now that think, hey, I could could take a, a cabinet or two apart if I needed to? Uh, what's the best way to sign up? The best way, I'll give you my direct line. By um, They can call me at 218-454-7020, or they can go on our website, which is lakesareahabitat.org, and then go under Info Out or Volunteer Form. You know, the good thing is we, it's not, it's what the time they want to give us. So if they can give us one day, two days, or a half a day, we're definitely interested in anything. Anything helps right now, I'm guessing, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. And like you say, this is the busy season for that salvage end, so this is the time to step up if someone is willing to help out. Yeah, and what better way just to go and tear things apart? Great way to spend a day. (laughs) You know, uh, I'll be honest, uh, there uh, a lot of retirees might be worried about going out to, to, uh, well, just going out, period. Uh, Do you have, uh, you know, like hand sanitizer on site? And uh, I know obviously you've already talked about you're going to try and do that social distancing, keep a, a a smaller crew, if you will, on hand. You know, that's a great question, Ken, and our trucks are all equipped with all of the hand sanitizers. We have, uh, we did receive a fairly large quantity of masks from FEMA that we can provide to our volunteers for any uh, needing that, and these are actually the ones with the copper and the uh, nickel embedded in them, so oh, wow. a little better masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, even on the job site, we have a hand washing san- uh, sanitation station there, and in the restore, we have protocols that clean every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are doing our job and helping provide the safest environment possible. And you are correct, Ken, that there, there, this is a strange time to ask for people to come out, and there are a lot of people who 
just aren't willing, and I think that's wonderful. I totally respect that. Mm -hmm. But for those who are willing to give it a shot, we are doing the very best we can to create the safest environment for all those involved. And Kevin, I think you said last time we talked that the restore hours are a little bit different right now. You're closing the doors a little bit earlier, so you can do that cleaning. Is that still the case? That's correct. Um, So we used to close at 5.30 on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but now we close at 4.30 so that we can take the time to do the disinfecting that we've promised the community that we do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Wipe downs as we can during the day. I I will admit it's been very, very, very crazy the last three, four weeks, so it's been harder to keep up with that, but we are are doing the best. But that hour every day that we've closed earlier is our time for that sweep the building and re-clean everything for a fresh start the next day. So as you talk about how busy the Restore is, is that uh, busy with people shopping and busy with folks dropping off items? Absolutely. We've had a surge in drop-off donations, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Do people need to make an appointment to drop stuff off there? Uh, We were doing that from the very beginning when we were able to reopen, but um, we've got a process down to a pretty good science that works really well for customers primarily to be able to stay in their vehicles and our team to just be able to uh, pick the things off of the, the car, the van, the truck, the trailer, whatever is coming through. Similarly, for loading things, uh, we have two separate lanes now, one for drop-offs and one for pickups, and it seems to be working pretty well. Uh, Would you agree with that, Karen? Yeah, it works really well. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, Kevin, the other thing I was going to ask you is uh, I know uh, that all the nonprofits in the areas have had to uh, do things differently with fundraisers. some of our big events haven't happened. Others have uh, happened, but virtually. Um, how about donations just uh, to keep you operating? Are, are, are you looking for donations all the time? I will never turn one away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's always a, always a welcomed um, way to support our program is to get out the, che- the credit card, the checkbook, send us uh, cash, whatever is uh, in any person's giving capacity. As I like to say, every single dollar matters, and mm-hmm. we appreciate and use every single one of those. Uh, and on that note, our June uh, gala did shift to the virtual function, and um, I, I just have to say the community is an incredible community to work in around here, and the support we received for pivoting to a a, a virtual function was well received and well supported. So thank you to everyone who had a part in that. And if you'd like to watch our program, it's on our website, lakesareahabitat.org. You can click on there and watch our roughly speaking 25-minute program. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And still that opportunity to give on that site too? That's correct. Good. Absolutely. All Excellent. Right. Uh, any other needs right now, Kevin, that uh, you can share with our listeners? Well, our next project is coming up in Crosby. That is where we are waiting to break ground as soon as the permit is issued, um, working its way through that system. We will have excavation work done, concrete poured, and we will be looking for those three to five volunteers that we can call together to build another home uh, for a great family in the Crosby community. So keep your eyes open. I don't have a date because I don't have a permit, so I can't announce that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once I have that piece of paper, we're good We're good to go, and we're going to start um, 
start that next project. So we'll be looking for people over in the Crosby area. And that information, uh, when you get the permit and when you need the volunteers, that goes up on your website right away, correct? Website and email and phone calls, you bet. Can you share anything about the family that's going to be living in this home, or is that Sure, not? I'd love to. Okay. It's, a, it's a single mom with six boys. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> and they're currently living in a two-bedroom apartment. Oh, honey. Okay. Yeah, so can you imagine what a four-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath house is going to do for them? Amazing. Life changer. And, again, these folks will be helping in the build of this home. It's not just built for them and handed over, right? Yeah, that's true. Sweat equity is mm-hmm. a huge part of our program. And, uh, again, in COVID-19, have Habitat International did reduce the requirement hours for families, knowing that it is just that much harder, that much uh, much more at risk. So our threshold has reduced, although the, the responsibility has not. Right. Yeah. Well, if she's got uh, six strapping young men helping. <laughs> uh, they're all under age 14, oh, so boy. I'm not so sure I can use them. <laughs> Darn. I was oh, just well. going to say, she's got her own crew yeah. just about, but uh, <laughs> they're a little young for yes. that yet. So, Well, good luck to them, too. That's Thank wonderful. You. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um, anything else we should know, Kevin, at this point? No, I just want to say thanks again for everybody helping us through this time and understanding and being respectful of all of the protocols and processes. You know, it's, it is together that we will make the difference and get through this. Yep. Very well, well said. said. Exactly. Kevin, thank you so much. Karen, we thank you for what you're doing, and we'll encourage volunteers to please check it out, lakesareahabitat.org. And also make a donation there if you so choose. Yeah. Folks, thank you very much, and thanks for what you're doing here in the Lakes area. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you both. Our guests today, Kevin Pelkey is the Executive Director of Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. Karen Skerlid is the Restore Donations Manager. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.